0: Real history never dies. Stream the Redacted History Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Each December, countless children around the world excitedly await the arrival of Santa Claus. If they've been well-behaved, he'll reward them with gifts left in stockings or under the tree. If they've misbehaved, he might gently scold them with a lump of coal. But it's a slightly different story for children in places like Austria, Where their version of santa claus saint nicholas is accompanied by a terrifying assistant named krampus who will punish naughty children in ways that go far beyond giving them coal a half goat half demon-like beast krampus is said to have giant horns a body covered in coarse black hair and a long red snake-like tongue unlike saint nicholas who might leave birch twigs in the shoes of children who've misbehaved Krampus wields whole birch branches that he'll use to beat anyone who's been naughty, and that's if they're lucky. Krampus is also said to stuff bad children into his sack so that he can eat them or even drag them into hell. So where did the legend of Krampus come from? Though the idea of a demon who attacks naughty children may seem unchristmassy to some, the Krampus tradition is both ancient and beloved this terrifying Christmas demon is celebrated across multiple countries in Europe and has even made inroads in the United States in recent years. In fact, he's hardly the only Christmas villain to exist in European mythology. This is the story of Krampus, the violent and terrifying Christmas villain who has delighted and horrified humanity since pagan times. You're listening to History Uncovered, brought to you by the digital publisher All That's Interesting, where we explore the uncharted corners of the natural world and the world past. I'm All That's Interesting staff writer, Kalina Fraga. Today, we're exploring the legend of Krampus, the terrifying Christmas demon of European lore. he's widely seen as something like Santa's evil twin, Krampus is, according to some legends, much more than a Christmas demon. In fact, he may be the son of two Norse gods, Hel, the goddess of the underworld and the dead, and Loki, the god of mischief. From these godly origins, the legend of Krampus was folded into various pagan traditions and rites across Germanic countries in Europe. More than a thousand years ago, pagan men would wear terrifying masks and run across their villages as a way to scare off winter ghosts. These costumes eventually can represent mythological figures called Perchten, and Krampus is considered one of the Percht. His name comes from the German word Krampen, which means claw, an appropriate title for a demonic beast. But unlike many of the Perchten, who were said to be targeted by witch hunters during the Dark Ages, Krampus somehow lived on in Germanic culture. In fact, he survived multiple attempted expulsions. The Catholic Church tried to get rid of Krampus in the 12th century because church officials believed he bore too close a resemblance to the devil, and Nazis in Austria in the 1930s also tried to ban Krampus for being, among other things, anti-Christian and too terrifying for young children. Yet Krampus endured. In an apparent case of, if you can't beat them, join them, Krampus's image evolved over the years to better fit Christian ideas. Krampus may hold chains, for example, as a nod to the devil's ability to bind innocence, and Christians may have also insisted that he carry a basket, or a sack, with which he'd transport naughty children to hell. In all, Krampus eventually became part of the Christian Christmas tradition in Austria. Already celebrated by pagans around the winter solstice, Krampus was likely easy to insert as the companion of St. Nicholas, whose own origins grew from a real-life 3rd century monk from present-day Turkey, the patron saint of children. To this day, Krampus remains an important part of Christmas traditions in places like Austria, Germany, Slovenia, and Hungary. But what exactly is Krampus like? What does he supposedly do? And how is he celebrated today? Today, just like in pagan times, Krampus is said to appear on one of the darkest nights of winter. His arrival usually comes on December 5th, Krampusnacht or Krampus night. Significantly, this is one day before St. Nicholas Day on December 6th, the anniversary of the death of St. Nicholas himself. While St. Nicholas may leave presents in the shoes of children who have been good, Krampus threatens to beat naughty children with his bundle of birch sticks, or even stuff them into a sack and carry them off either to hell or to his secret lair, where they're tortured until they repent for all their sins. As for Krampus's appearance, though accounts vary from place to place, he's generally described as being over seven feet tall, with sharp horns, a long, red tongue that dangles from his mouth, and two mismatched feet, one human-like, one cloven like a goat's. And though you might not think that such a horrifying creature would be the object of celebration, that's precisely what happens in many places even today. In Austria, for instance, Krampus is celebrated with an event called Krampuslauf, which aptly translates to Krampus' run. Then, in a knowledge of Krampus's pagan roots, men will often drunkenly race through the streets dressed as the terrifying Christmas demon. During these runs, the parade of Krampuses might plow straight through a crowd, attacking innocent bystanders as they race through the city. According to one account of a Krampuslauf in Austria in 2014, quote, The narrow streets in the old city section of Salzburg were packed with pedestrians as the Krampuses stomped through. Many people were caught unaware and reacted with terror. Some would flee and try to seek refuge in a shop or restaurant, only to be pursued by determined Krampus. With so many easy targets, we again managed to escape, largely unharmed. At times, we were chased, jostled, and struck. But compared with the brutality we witnessed, it was obvious we'd been spared the full brunt of what Krampus could muster." The Austrian town of Klagenfurt am Wörthensee claims to host the largest Krampuslauf in Europe. They say that up to a thousand people participate in the race, though only some will appear as Krampus. Others might dress up as angels or witches instead. Regardless, many will carry birch whips, which they can use to threaten, or even attack, the crowd. And once they've thoroughly terrified every child in sight, the Krampuses, witches, and angels will often celebrate their successful romp with beer and schnapps. This all may seem to fly in the face of American Christmas traditions, which generally emphasize cheery concepts like the Christmas card, Christmas carols, cookies, cozy fireplaces, and Santa Claus himself. But Krampus is hardly the only Christmas villain in European mythology, and his legend has rapidly spread across the Atlantic in recent years. While the American Santa Claus is sometimes accompanied by toy-making elves or flying reindeer, Santa Claus-like figures in Europe often have more sinister helpers. Krampus may be the best-known example, but he's one of many Christmas demons who punish naughty children. In France, for example, Père Noël, or Father Christmas, is often trailed by the more evil Père Futard. His name roughly translates as Father Whipper, and he's known to give beatings or whippings to naughty children, in addition to lumps of coal. Unlike Krampus, who is a full-on demon, Père Foutard is described as an old, evil-looking man with a beard and a face smeared with soot, who often carries a whip or a club as he accompanies Père Noël. Likewise, the Dutch version of St. Nicholas, Sinterklaas, is usually accompanied by Zwarte Piet, or Black Pete, who kidnaps naughty children. He's furthermore become extremely controversial recently, as many people in the Netherlands dress up as Black Pete by wearing blackface. In the United States, there is no such Christmas villain, unless you count characters like Dr. Seuss's The Grinch. But that could be about to change. Krampus has made his way into American culture, having appeared on American TV shows like Supernatural and gotten his own Christmas movie with 2015's Krampus. What's more, some American cities, like Los Angeles, have even held Krampus celebrations, and places like Washington, D.C. and New Orleans have hosted their own Krampuslauf. With such a fast spread to places like the U.S., some now complain that Krampus is becoming a little bit too commercialized. But if there's anything about this strange character that is certain, it's this. His legend cannot be done away with. Neither the Catholic Church nor the Nazis could dampen Krampus' popularity, and it's a safe bet that modern-day commercialization won't ruin his legend, either. There's something about this terrifying half-goat, half-demon that continues to captivate people around the world, even after hundreds of years, no matter how disturbing he may be. Thanks for listening to History Uncovered. I'm History Uncovered's producer, Kit Westneat. If you like the show, help others find us by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And be sure to follow the All That's Interesting and History Revealed pages on Facebook and Real History Uncovered on Instagram. Make sure you don't miss out on the new episodes and subscribe to the History Uncovered podcast. And keep up with our latest stories at allthatsinteresting.com. If you have a question about the show or just want to say hi, feel free to call us at 929-526-3029 or email us at podcasts at allthousinteresting.com. This podcast is part of the Airwave Media Podcast Network. Visit airwavemedia.com to listen and subscribe to their other fine shows, like Legends of the Old West and Redacted History. Until next time, keep exploring. Do you love history but hate when it's stuffy and boring? Well, look no further and join me, Katie Charlwood, your friendly neighborhood social scientist and reader of books.